welcome to the Gaming and Chill, episode number 109. It's me and Sam! Hey, what's going on, guys? Today on the show, we'll be discussing some good old-fashioned gaming and anime news. It's like hey. we're this. It's like this podcast is almost designed and created to talk about gaming and anime news. Hey, maybe it was. But before all that, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle and Eight Bit Metal. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle! Back to you guys. This episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast is sponsored by 8-Bit Metal. Are you a heavy metal fan? What about retro gaming and game collecting? Look no further than 8-Bit Metal. They're a mixture streamer focusing on positive, fun content. So head on over to mixer.com slash 8 underscore bit underscore metal. That's mixer.com slash 8-bit metal. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Back to you. Okay. So how you been doing, man? Hey, I've been hanging in there. Things have been crazy at work and at home, but hey, you know what? Still living the dream, man. (laughs) What about you? You know what? I can understand that. I can completely understand that. I've been... God, I feel like I have not actually recorded a podcast in weeks, but it's been like last week. Oh, man. <laughs> last week went by so slow. It wasn't even funny, especially because of that stupid weather that we were having. It was like, oh, oh my God. come on. <laughs> we, so those who don't know, we had a stupid ice storm. Uh, you know, yeah. it wasn't so much of an ice storm, just as much as our city doesn't know how to handle ice. Yeah, it's true. So... Wednesday, I got to work from home because schools were closed, so I got to work from home, right? Which normally I only get to work from home Thursday, Friday. So Wednesday, I work at home. Thursday, I work at home. Friday, I work at home. Saturday, I hang around the house. I did not go outside between the time of Tuesday at 2.30, 3 o'clock till Sunday morning. I did not step outside. I had to go all the way across the river in order to go to work every single one of those days. <laughs> it, it, from what I hear, it wasn't that bad, though. It, it wasn't horrible. It's just that it's like I really didn't want to go out into this weather. It's like, you know, I moved away from Montana to get away from cold weather. And it's like, why? Why do you hate me, Mother Nature? <laughs> you know, they say the Earth is bipolar. It is true. But yeah, so I got my uh, workout in and got exposed to the elements because... Uh, I got to uh, de-ice the parking lot for my entire company. It was great. <laughs> I feel like they should hire somebody to do that. Yeah, me too. But, you know, that's above, <laughs> that's above my pay grade. <laughs> right? I'm like... I hire somebody when you can pay them their their salaried wage to go through it to do this. <laughs> Makes yeah, sense to me. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that. I'm like, come on, guys. No, my company does. My company is great yeah. about that. 
That's because your company makes a lot more than my company. <laughs> this is true. This is entirely true. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've been streaming. I feel like less, but at the same time, slightly more, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Been, uh, I, been doing that game. Yep, getting used to new schedules and stuff like that. Yeah, I actually had to recently uh, modify and change mine, my streaming schedule, for uh, family purposes. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then I've been uh, been hustling on the Reddit game, talking about uh, one of my stream events, and oh, really? I've actually got a lot of good feedback from it. Nice. Like, which, which I, stream I, event are you? Were you? Uh, Fanfic Fridays. Are turning out to be surprisingly popular in the fanfiction community. Hey, interesting. Yeah, be, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, like I've got actually, you know, normally I'm having to go out and search for random stuff, mm-hmm. and this time I I don't I do not have to search for a single one. Um, that I've been getting awesome. feedback from a lot, and I'm like, cool. That's actually really awesome. Getting to read different stuff from different people. Um, you know, it's been interesting and like the feedback of like, that's awesome. Like I'll tell my, uh, I'll tell my friends who write fanfics and everything. I'm like, yes, do it, please. Like not only is it beneficial, not only is it beneficial to me, but it's beneficial to those that also don't have the, uh, view. Oh yeah. Don't have the viewing on their fanfictions that they, they deserve because some of them are really good. Well, there's so many great authors out there, and it's like, you know, the fanfiction community, what I love about it is that you're not driven by publishers or, or by any, like, publishing companies and editors wanting certain content because that's what quote-unquote sells. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's an investment of your own emotional um, time and what you want to actually write. So there's plenty of great ones out there. It's just that, unfortunately, they get hidden in the... Uh, a Reddit thread that some people don't always get the chance to see. Yeah. Or it just gets much like Twitch. It gets buried in the massive amounts of fanfics. Oh yeah. Agreed completely. 500 fanfic. I don't know. I I wish I had the statistics on this, but like 500 fanfics every hour published. You're number one. (laughs) I mean, what is it? YouTube was like, we have 400 hours of content uploaded every hour. It's like, that's a lot of content. Yeah, that's a lot of competition, too. It's a, lo- it's a lot of <laughs> stupid Fortnite compilations. <laughs> that is true. Hashtag shots fired. <laughs> but hey, later on, we'll be getting to that. <laughs> Hashtag prepare for the bombardment. <laughs> um <laughs> but no uh you know you are right we'll be talking about that later talking a little bit about that later um anything else going on not too much just been going through writing some new reviews for content Ooh, sorry your brother texted me i'm going to silence that now <laughs> nice should probably make sure my phone's on vibrate and not on vibrate because uh but yeah been doing mostly sorry i didn't mean to cut you off been doing uh reviews been kind of just exploring some new books just about business and also about just general i guess management so that's been my joy joyous week um 
for that one. And then just kind of living the dream. <laughs> there, there you go. That sounds like a plan. Um, okay, then what say you about getting into some actual anime news? Hey, that's what I love to do. Oh, Let's okay. go ahead and take a look at this one. So the... Um, we were just talking about this. Um, Maycross director. Yep. Maycross director, designer Shoji Kawamori. His uh, his work is getting an exhibition in May in Japan. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> now, I, I put this in there because I know Doug would love to go to Japan to go see this because we all have a fascination and love for Robotech. Oh, yes. It's like and, the original Mecha Man. Well, it's basically his brainchild. Yeah. Like, he basically invented the idea for transformable mechas. Um, so they're actually going into a uh, gallery in Tokyo. And I'm like, ah, oh, I really, really wish I could go see this. Um, so they're doing... Cause, so if you don't know what he done, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, shame <laughs> on you. Third of all, what's the matter with you? Fourth of all, he actually made the Super Dimension uh, Fortress Macross, which sounds like a lot, but that is the basis for our the American show Robotech. Mm -hmm. And he also designed uh, the basically the Veritech fighters in there. And then, of course, he done all of uh, the Macross Deltas, all the Macross series. But he also did Aquarion, which is also another Transformable Mecha show. Uh, AKB0048, Arjun, he was the chief director of Last Hope. Um, he also contributed as the mechanical designer for Paul Tabor, the movie, Paul Tabor 2, Eureka 7, Outlaw Star, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, the entire series. And that's just scratching the surface of some of the ones that he contributed and worked towards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he also... He also contributed the designs that eventually became Optimus Prime, Prowl, and Ironhide from Transformers. <laughs> okay, this man, the man behind the Transformable Mecha series, designed Optimus Prime. <laughs> The other thing that I didn't realize is that he's credited as the original creator of the vision of Escaflone, uh, Bosquash, and Nobunga, er, Nobunaga the Fool. Sorry, <laughs> I mispronounced that. Which actually, I was watching the other day, and I was like, he did this? And it's like, I can kind of see that just because of the mecha design that's in there. Mm -hmm. But it's, er, I just never knew that. Like, it just didn't dawn on me, hey, this is his work. Well, I also love the fact that he designed Sony's Ibo Robot Dog. It's like, I designed this anime, this anime, this anime, Optimus Prime, and then Robot Dog. Yeah. So, I, if you're able to go see it, go take pictures. Go, go take pictures, and if you want to learn more, we can go ahead and have the link to this article that we're reading pay, about. Pay for my trip out there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all three go to Japan one day. It'll be great. By the time we go to Japan, it'll be gone. Uh, probably. I'm sad about that. Um, no, I'm I'm actually really happy about this, because Japan gets a lot of the exclusive stuff. Like, did you see some of the stuff they did for Kingdom Hearts? No, I did not. They went through 
and they designed. I think it's the the um, I forget the name of the building, and I'll have to, I'll be able to look it up later when it's not useful to me anymore. But they basically transformed this entire building, almost think like the Seattle Space Needle, into a Kingdom Hearts themed event. Like you could go out and get like stamps on like a little pat like on a fake passport, and then get uh, postcards. They had a ton of merch, photo opportunities, and it's like, and what did America get? Jack uh, Squat. GameStop ran a release for it, but that's about it. <laughs> I got a poster from GameStop. <laughs> Although I didn't, I, I really I pre-ordered it electronically. But it's like my favorite thing in the world is that it's like, yeah, we did all this. It's like, how were they able to do it? Well, they've been saving up for fifteen years, <laughs> right? And it's a huge thing. Exactly. It's I like, mean, oh, see, here's the difference. America, we get excited about <gasps> the new Fortnite event, and Japan's like, we literally don't care. We we just don't give a damn. <laughs> this Kingdom Hearts here. oh my god and America's like I'm sorry yeah. the what now the what we forgot about that because the hip or the uh, the, the uh, hype train kind of disappeared completely from that after. exactly I think actually though at the same time uh, Fortnite might have been a marshmallow doing a marshmallow event which is dope which is cool having a concert in the game which is cool but it's no Kingdom Hearts experience. <laughs> I mean, exactly. can you imagine being like, I went to the Kingdom Hearts event. Oh yeah, what'd you do? I did a, I did a Fortnite event. It's like, cool. And when, when did you, when, did, when was your bedtime? Did your mommy and daddy let you stay up late to play that? <laughs> it's true. I am throwing so much shade at Fortnite. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it'll, it'll only get by the time this is over. <laughs> this, this will not end quickly. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it'll continue forward for the next couple of episodes. Who next knows? couple of episodes? I'm pretty sure we've been ragging on Fortnite since, uh, God, it came out. It came out. <laughs> Would you look at the time? It is true. But I'm really excited to see that he gets the recognition oh, um, yeah. for Maycross and that they're going to go through and put an exhibition on for him. I mean, hopefully it's popular enough that it comes to the United States. It'd be cool that even if they brought it to San Francisco, you know, the closest city to, to them, which I'm, isn't Hawaii because we don't count Hawaii. I'm pretty sure that they could be, like, giving out money at the event, and America probably would be like, meh. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's sad. I wish, I, although, if it came out to Los Angeles or something, I would be considering it. It's true. And I'd be like, "Excuse me, I need to, I need time off work. Why? Go to San Francisco. Why? Do you have family out there? No. Stop he asking is questions. Like family to me. I, I was I was raised by Robotech. He's <laughs> like family to me. He was my first inspiration. He was like my father, except he was there. <laughs> Ooh, oof. Social no no. Kind of like the next social no-no we're going to be talking about. False rape accusation. Like, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Way to segue into that one. Oof. Rip the band-aid off quickly, why don't we? 
So, so yeah, so we were talking about this, the rising of the shield hero anime. Uh <laughs> go ahead, let's go through and talk about this. Damn, I wish I had someone else to throw it to so they'd know. Um <laughs> <laughs> so let me preface this by saying we are not making light of uh any assault at all i i, I think not i'd like to i'd start the, i want to start this off with that um in the in recent anime history we've had uh we had goblin slayer mm-hmm. that i think it, the first episode definitely definitely scarred some people um, yeah. because it very heavily it doesn't I don't think it shows anything too graphic. It definitely shows you enough the way you go, oh. Um it, it, it definitely shows a uh, a brutal rape um of a couple characters by goblins. Uh those goblins are then killed, so rest assured they got their justice. But Rising of the Shield Hero explores a different just as touchy subject oh yes of not more touchy subject in some cases true um it discusses false rape accusations um which do happen not Mm -hmm. i don't i don't we don't have any actual statistics on it but we do know they happen um and it discusses the ramifications of that uh, so the main character is transported to a new world, a la Sword Art Online, and he's not super charismatic or anything like that, and ends up parting with one, uh, I think it's, she was a princess, and she ends up accusing him of uh, taking advantage of her, to put it nicely, and she ends up like, robbing him completely blind, and everybody now hates him for that. And it explores the idea of what does a person do after that. Now, uh, full clarity, I have not actually watched any of it. I've it's been on my giant list of things to watch. Um, and believe me, that list is massive, huge, the hugest actually. And it's a, it's a really interesting idea to start it off with. I feel like it's going to be one of those, oh. And if this is your first time hearing about this series, don't worry. The trailers absolutely did not touch on that idea no, at all. not at all. They, we were they, watching we were like, I didn't even get that hint at like, all. They discuss about despair. But despair is, I mean, it's a word thrown around a lot. But it's a fascinating idea. And it's interesting that it was absolutely... Um, it was... It was a sleeping hit. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people are talking about it like, oh, this is so good. This is so good. And it's interesting that it wasn't at Crunchyroll's anime competition, basically. And neither was Goblin Slayer. And Goblin Slayer was, is, is one of the highest ranked animes of the season. Yep. And it was just not there. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? It's, you know, it's one of those like, are you trying to bury the idea? Because I would argue that Goblin Slayer is not all about sexual violence. It's it's really yeah. not. It definitely has a... The first couple episodes, they heavily imply in the second episode that the main character's mom and sister, sister were assaulted. Yeah, it was sister. And he's 
definitely got a couple screws loose and goes and out and slaughters all goblins. Um, Goblin Slayer. The way that it was done, just from a, I guess, an artistic perspective, was because it was wanting you to have the same hatred of these creatures he did. And it's just like, oh, crud. Like, yeah, that would cause some of those screws to go loose when you're going through. It's like, I've got to kill everyone. It's like, oh, yeah, well, I see that. But let's take it back down from 11 to at least a 10. I didn't, so we can go through. I didn't just kill the goblin men. I killed the goblin women and the children, too. I slaughtered them like animals. It's like, what if there's a good goblin? Not going to risk it. It's like, whoa. The only good bug's a dead bug. Exactly. And it's just like, oh, man. But this whole concept, it's like, you know, I feel like it's mostly because of just taken to light the new movement that's going out here the me too movement has been big um and gaining popularity and just more and more popular nowadays because it used to be in a series or like in the cartoon somebody would be like oh no he's thrown himself upon me like as a joke because or like and that would be just kind of laughed off because it's like that's the easiest way to get somebody in trouble and get people because people hate that so much because it's like oh you did what whereas they should be that's the thing is that should be the natural reaction is somebody's claims that somebody attacked you sitting there it's like yeah we should be one of those things of let's take a look at this and we must investigate as soon as possible even if it's a misunderstanding that's too serious not to actually address well uh, two things on that um I mean, one, as much as I love Dragon Ball Z, look at Master Roshi. <laughs> Master Roshi's walking, talking violation of the Me Too movement. Um, and even <laughs> Goku... Master Roshi is a walking, talking HR violation. Oh, even, even Goku. Like, yeah. as a kid, he finds Bulma and is like, Ah, oh, you don't have what I have? And it's like, alright, we know you were raised in the mountains by an old man, but alright, calm down. Um, and the other one is, um, I don't know if you've heard, but Vic Mignogna is no longer in good light yeah that um, has been uh something that we've been looking at into uh me and my co-workers uh following that <laughs> yeah and he's no longer on ruby yeah no longer which everything i've read and again this is me speaking out of speaking out of my butt um and only having read a, a lot of information um there's too much to ignore there is too much allegations that even, and it, in my theory is even if one of them is accurate, which I actually, there's enough to make me go. I think a lot yeah. of them are. Uh, there's also some picture evidence that my friend was showing me that oh, it's just yeah. like, mm, yeah, you yeah. can't go away from that one. I'm sorry. And they removed him from voicing Crow Bronwyn from Ruby because they're well first of all it's a responsible move on a company mm-hmm. especially a company whose fan base especially for the show that he's on has a lot of teenage girls yeah at you know it's too much to risk and they just said hey nope you're you're done and a lot of conventions actually canceled them too oh yeah and it's like which honestly i think they should have Oh no, I, I I'm not I'm not saying oh my god I'm actually oh, yeah agreeing. no 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 I know I, I mean I don't I don't see who would still at this point in time accept that behavior because it's just like now that that's out 
it's like okay cool thanks for your contribution to like my childhood but yeah you can stop now it's separate Boy. the separate the art from the artist yeah exactly um, like, and let's not go do anything else to promote him please well, reading it, reading it on Twitter, and I, I do want—I think it uh, ties in well with Shield Hero. Reading on Twitter, how many people, um, basically blindly defend him based upon the characters he's voiced? Like, oh, mm-hmm. you were you you were Edward Elric? No, you couldn't do this. And it's like, yeah, good people do terrible things. Good voices do terrible things. I mean, there's too much to defend against. Mm-hmm. I mean, statistically, one of them has to be true, and even one, even at the, even one is too many, you know. Um, and it's like I, I I I really do admire the people able to who want to defend him. It's like I, I understand. I I really do understand where you're coming from. Of you want to believe that this is false, all of it's false, but you, you got to take your head out of the sand and go, okay, even if. You know, even if one of them's false, there's too many to go. Mm, it's too much. Yeah, it, it's in too re- much. And in regard to the rising of the shield hero, though, it's like you know, I feel like if this had been released at a different time, it wouldn't have been such a big issue. But at the same time, that is a piece of content that really um, could have been bypassed. I mean. You could have gone through and instead of a rape, you could have gone through and accused him of, hey, he's tried to steal all of my wealth or something along those lines, or he tried to kidnap me. That would be kind of more of a safe thing. But then at the same time, you know, if it's playing on this character has lost everything is beyond all despair. I mean, technically, how much despair more can you get than a man who's been accused of doing this awful act? and well, go through so it's just one of those things where it's like you know maybe that's what the artist but or the artist and the director was trying to get at was the matter of it's like this is literally the worst thing that could ever happen to you falsely accused of doing that atrocious crime oh and uh, yeah it's like oh yeah because i'm now i'm not saying that goes against and says that there's a lot or like you were saying earlier we don't have the numbers on how many of the or how many of these occur but it's like imagine though that is like the biggest black spot on your social career as well as your reputation for the rest of your life as we've seen oh it, in the last couple of months well, like it, there's, multiple times there's actually been news articles where people in school have been kicked out of school lost their jobs and everything and years later it comes up oh yeah it was false it's like yeah. well, how do you how do you get your names out of the headline? You you don't. You've already been accused. And it, it's. I don't think that this anime would have ever come out at any time. This anime is a product of the time. I mean, it, this, this show would not have come out in the 90s. This mm-hmm. show would not have come out in the 2000s. It came out recently because of... I, I would say the last year, year and a half of news. I mean, I, I think it, it it probably started getting storyboarded roughly around the same time that the Cosby stuff all came out. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I'd be fascinated to see if there's any response from the director just about the air addressing that issue or what his, or the envision 
like or what the vision was for that particular scene just if it's a matter of whether it's a personal belief whether it's a matter of oh i just doing this to try and get you to feel like this but either way we can all say false rape is not a fun thing to talk about and real rape is not a thing to take lightly either oh no absolutely i I, truthfully i'm a little bit like oh my god how do i've got to make sure i can word everything carefully here it's it's like no we do not compare it's like i want you to i believe that sexual assault is bad it's awful do not do this it is not acceptable in any way shape or form that is full disclosure right um i think segueing off that and to try to take it to a lighter note um, in the words of Michael Jordan from the classic McDonald's commercial, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> it uh, is true. It's, yeah. This this topic has been scary to talk about because yes. it's one of those, like, it, it's not a comfortable subject to talk about, but I think to not talk about it is kind of to, to do shame. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, it's a scary topic to talk about, but we, someone's got to do it. And... Crunchyroll's not having it at their anime competition, so here we are. <laughs> hey, we'll take the brute for brunt force of that, because you know. <laughs> right. Um Okay, so I do want to talk about another anime before we moving on move on to some gaming news. Um another anime called I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Excuse me? <laughs> I know, it sounds like a terrible episode of Tokyo Ghoul or something like a terrible teen romance like oh i want to eat your pancreas sorry rar xd um <laughs> but actually joke, all joking aside it actually is a romance novel and not a horror film as much as i thought it was yes i did go through and i was er, did look a little bit into this um it's actually a story of like apparently it's really about how to live your life to the fullest because i'm guessing that the main protagonist one of the main protagonists has like pancreatic cancer if i read that correctly Um, or something an issue they use the phrase pancreatic illness okay which i mean i mean i I can really only think about uh two diabetes (laughs) and cancer um so yeah i'm gonna go with one because that's a little bit more fatal because, you know, not saying that diabetes is not fatal, but it's probably the most uh, time-limiting, unfortunately. Yeah, and the sad part is, is like, there's, it's not, I don't think the it's actually out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, there's not a ton of information about it, but it looks like it's going to be a, almost like a romance story in a weird way. Um, it, it honestly, it looks like something I'd watch because yeah. it's not, it sounds so macabre, but at the same time, but it's also like it, I do like the slice of life romance anime as, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. I, I mean, there's some really good ones out there. So <laughs> like, um, there was one flavors of youth. That was a good yep. one. Um, but it, it's interesting how they have that title and it makes you want to go look it up and then you go oh that's what it's about i get it now exactly (laughs) i mean there's not a lot to talk about on this one it's up and coming it's not i don't think it's actually out yet in america i don't think so but i'm actually i went looking for it to actually watch it i didn't anything 
I'm actually interested to maybe. I think it might be a Fathom event, which I might go see. Yeah, <laughs> but just to say, I went and seen it. Um, but I feel like I'd be the only like thirty-year-old man in there. <laughs> so maybe I won't. Who knows? You don't know me. I was watch. I was reading. Go, Girl, wash your face. So I mean, go, okay, we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> let's go to <laughs> moving on. Um, moving on. Okay, let's talk about some anime news. Or uh, we were just talking about anime news. Good lord, where am I at today? Let's talk about some gaming news. Well, I guess this is actually anime still. Yeah, I was about to say. What, what are you talking about, game man? What are you on right now? <laughs> so, Code Geass. Lelouch of the Resurrection is coming to North American theaters in May. May 5th, specifically, uh, for subtitled. And dubbed on the 7th and 8th. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> you know what? I am going to go see that, because uh, Code Geass was one of the animes that my wife told me about that I had never seen, and she had. Huh. So, I actually have a fond thought about Code Geass. Yeah, and then you're going to go watch Full Metal Panic because both your wife and I have told you to go watch it. Right? And I still have it. <laughs> I still watched like three episodes and I'm like, uh-huh. 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 I, I'm like, I'm sitting there going, Sam, uh, Sam told me about this, huh? He, uh, I feel like I was sold on it being a mecha anime and it, uh, it's not. It is, man. But it's not. <laughs> They All mention right. a mecha every episode. They don't actually do anything with it, but damn, did they mention it? <laughs> it is true. I'm, I'm, so I'm yeah. like, uh huh. But when, for me, when, it, me and Doug are kind of joke. It's like, yeah, the main character in Code Geass is just like the bag haven. It's like, oh, kill all the British people. Well, to be fair, like you were saying, they were trying to kill all the Japanese, but it's like. Yeah, well, let's try not to continue the bloodshed a little bit longer, just saying. A genocide plus a genocide doesn't equal not a genocide. It just equals two genocides. <laughs> exactly. Why is this topic much easier to talk about? Genocide. Um, Oof. I know. But no, it is, it, it is kind of true. He is kind of a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, he's one of those characters you go, yeah but I kind of want to see how it plays out. It's it's kind of like Death Note in that sense, in that uh, Light is not a good character. He's a terrible <laughs> human being, but you're going, but damn, do I want to see it play out for him? <laughs> you know it's true, because you're going, well, he is murdering people really left and right. Oh, and he murdered a, you know, an, a police officer. Oh, cool. The thing he said he wouldn't do? Yeah, he's doing now. Um, <laughs> but you still want to go, how are you going to think your way around this problem? And then you're like, oh, he's his goose is cooked now. And then you're like, Light, you sneaky person. You absolutely thought your way out of this one, didn't you? I mean, I'm pretty sure this is Deus Ex Machina, but we're going to give it to you. <laughs> so, and, and that's how exactly how Code Geass was. It's like, no, you did not plan for it any of this you are making it up as you go along and this is the universe totally on the you. totally on the fly the moment this exactly but who knows may maybe i'll go with you maybe i'll rewatch it and try and come to that conclusion that eh, it's okay right <laughs> but um i'm excited for it because code geass is 
it's it's so good or so bad it's good it's so bad it's good <laughs> now let's talk about something that's actually gaming news and actually is good and i never thought i would air hear myself saying positive things about a battle royale game apex legends it's good it's really good um, and it's yeah. basically Fortnite without building it's Fortnite, you know for grown-ups for grown-ups <laughs> i think we should have a i'm not going to do it because i don't know how to count that high but uh, i want to do a how many times derek insults Fortnite in a given 10 minute span and go um <laughs> <laughs> but no, actually, all joking aside, yes, it is like Fortnite, but for grown-ups. Because there's none of that building crap. Mm -hmm. There's On top of that, it's more serious kind of uh, animation. <laughs> right. And they've got, they do have loot boxes. But they have a cool system in there in which... Each one guarantees a legendary item, which is pretty dope, and no duplicates. So, and they're basically like a dollar for every loot box, and it has three items in it. So, for the lowest common denom denomination, you can get a thousand of their credits, whatever you want to call them. I don't know what they're actually called off the top of my head. And you can get ten loot boxes. So you're getting 30 items, zero duplicates, and guaranteed at least 10 legendaries. Now, there are crafting materials, which you can get, which are heavy. I think they're actually a low chance. I've only gotten, like, two out of all the loot boxes I've ever got. And you can buy stuff as well. So then that takes it out of your pool to get. So basically, you either get new items or you get crafting materials... So you can make items that you don't have, so you don't get those items. So it's it's pretty cool, and it's all cosmetic, as as you would. Um, yeah. But each of the characters is has a different power set. Like one can drop a healing drone, and then drop a healing buff. Basically, another one can drop a bubble shield, and then call down artillery. Different powers that they can use and you basically when you start a match you have to pick your hero so it's in that sense of almost like league of legends of yeah you go in you have to select a hero and if somebody else selects your hero mm, sorry so it's too bad but they each have their own different power set which makes it actually cool so even before you even have a weapon you're actually able to do stuff um and the other thing that i love starting at the beginning is you know uh, so you played PUBG, and you've have you even touched any fortnite uh i played fortnite like i, I grand total of maybe 12 rounds I'm, pro I'm probably around that same number as well uh yeah. truthfully <laughs> I, i've i actually streamed fortnite for a little while i was like this is fun and then immediately went nope no it's not it is I, no longer it was fun when it was fresh and new, but it's not anymore. Um, and I played PUBG with you for a little while. And the big problem when you're playing squads with PUBG and Fortnite, respectively, is when you jump out of the plane, you're immediately like, uh, what? 
if you don't launch the exact same time and do the exact same movements, you could land so far away from your teammates, right? Yeah. Apex, you launch as a team and you have a jump master. The jump master decides when to jump, where to go, and you follow suit. You basically jump out in formation and they control your movement. So you can look around and go, hey, we got this many people jumping with us and they can change their trajectory accordingly. That's a really cool feature. And you can drop solo if you want to be that guy. But if you want to be that guy, if you're not the jump master, your job is to look around and see how many other people are there, basically fine tune the jump. And the jump master is in charge of all the descent and the, the direction and things like that. So it's really cool in the sense of when you land, you land as a team. It's not a, we jumped roughly the same time and maybe we'll land together and maybe we'll, you know, actually be a team. Maybe. It, it, it's actually really cool in that sense. Huh. And then, like I, mean, I said, you you have powers. I mean, so, I'm looking at downloading it right now. Like, I'm looking here for us. And who knew that Origin could go through, EA could make a game that was actually enjoyable. Which, you know, that gives me a little bit more hope for Anthem's release later on this month. Right? I mean, if you want to play Apex right after the podcast, I'd be down. Um... It's actually, but I I actually really like it for being a battle royale. It doesn't feel like a battle royale either in mo and movement, because it is actually based on the Titanfall engine, which Ooh. Titanfall was a sleeping masterpiece. Yes. So, you've got like the jumping mechanics. So you've got like you can actually mount stuff. It's not just like straight up. Can you jump on it? Yes. No. It's like, are you near an edge? You pull yourself up. Hmm. So that enables you to have different places to kind of perch up. You don't really have to worry about, can I jump up to it? Do I have to build up to that? It's like, nope, you can, if there's a slight ledge, you can climb up. So it's hmm. really good in that sense. And I really, really enjoy it. Um, I actually have played it on PlayStation and PC, and I'm going to probably, down oh, I'm definitely going to be downloading it on Xbox as well. It's really good, uh, in my opinion. For a Battle Royale, it is really good. And right now, at the moment of recording, on February 9th at 3 o'clock, it's actually beating Fortnite and League of Legends on Twitch viewership. <laughs> it went through, and it's that day that... Much rejoicing Eric was had. <laughs> you what? Derek smiled in his heart at that day. <laughs> exactly. I mean, not, I'm not bashing on people who play Fortnite, but I'm bashing on Fortnite as a whole. So if you if you play Fortnite and you're feeling attacked, don't. Really, don't. If you're enjoying it, do. Do it. I will continue to bash on Fortnite, though. Um, and you can leave a comment and tell me how much you hate it and how I don't understand Fortnite, and I'd relish in that. I really would. Um, I enjoy being told I'm wrong. I enjoy being told I'm wrong because I don't care. Speaking of things that are wrong... Ooh, yes. Blizzard, Blizzard Activision layoff. Blizzard. Yeah, layoffs. That is not cool whatsoever, and I no. feel bad for these employees. I feel bad for them, but there's been a lot of things that Blizzard and EA, well, Blizzard has done just wrong. Just They've just taken misstep after misstep after misstep. 
Oh, yes. Um, Agreed completely. Well, first of all, Overwatch is not a competitive... It's not going as competitively as they'd hoped. Um, now, I, I do find it interesting that they don't... They are not able to compete. Because somehow Fortnite is able to be a competitive game. But Overwatch isn't. Which seems to be broken. However, I do have a thought. Blizzard Battle Royale. Um, <laughs> and we all know, and that was the day that we all knew Derek was insane. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, in a sense, I, I, it would actually be kind of cool being able to play as like Warcraft and Starcraft characters in a Battle Royale, similar to Apex. Mm-hmm. But like you're able to play as Tracer and stuff like that. That'd be kind of cool. Um... But they just had so many missteps. And honestly, I think one of the biggest ones recently is their Diablo Immortal announcement. I'm like, it's on mobile. And I'm like, well, you have a phone, don't you? And it's like, yeah, but I don't want to play Diablo on my phone. Yeah, 90% of, like, Blizzard's fans are computer-based. Like, yeah, World of Warcraft is computer-based um starcraft computer base uh you have uh heroes of the storm was computer base um basically everything that they've run so far has been given to the pc gamer community and oh, then yeah. to um consoles as a secondary afterthought oh yeah and i'm more okay and with more that. people yeah more and more people are getting just pissed that that's the tr- or the way that they're going through and that they're taking because honestly at that point in time you're losing a lot of your fans they're like i remember playing this my computer this was a fun land party game this is what me and my friends do from time to time but you're gonna go through and try and make a mobile game of that like i hate everybody hates mobile nobody likes (laughs) mobile games i mean pokemon go is about the extent and i don't play that religiously well yeah it was funny because i played pokemon go up a month ago and like I don't really have a reason to do this anymore because I beat the game. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I hundred. I I I beat I beat the Pokédex on Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and I'm like, okay, that's it. That's I'm good. Random fact: I've never completed a Pokédex. Any of the Pokemon? I completed the Pokédex in less than forty hours. My and friend, I'm like, we have to talk. <laughs> my friend, you have a problem. Um, but, you know, when it's less than 40 hours, and I've done it over like two weeks, so I didn't no life it. Okay. <laughs> no, God, no. You just went through it. Or... No, God, no. Yeah, um, I was like, man. Yeah, it's interesting. Blizzard just doesn't have the staying power. Like, there are people who are fanatical about Diablo, which my parents are among them. Yeah. And it's like, great, that is not a game that I can sit and play for hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. No thanks, I'm good. But an Overwatch has the ability, but they it feels like maybe this is just me, and again, could be wrong. It feels like Blizzard is kind of losing their touch. They don't know what gamers actually really want. I would agree with that, too. The other thing is that it feels like they're going through and they were trying to copy too many people. Heroes of the Storm is a blatant copy on Legend. Oh, yeah. Well, in defense, that's a blatant copy of Dota. 
Yeah, it's fair. It it is. But the thing is that it's like, okay, well, we're gonna try and dip into this as well, and it's like, okay, uh, there's that. And then Overwatch made popular or er, was popular for a while, and then fizzled out. Well, I think it's because there's no story mode. Truthfully, yeah. I would honestly say that if they had a story mode for the heroes, that would be something that people would love. Oh, yeah, I would love it. Because right now, it's like, if I tried to join a competitive game, or even even not a ranked game, but a friendly game, there's no... I, I don't know if it's their matchmaking, but it's like, I'm going to get destroyed. <laughs> so there's no point in me playing because it's all online. Yeah. So I, I own it on, P on Xbox and PC, and I'm like, I don't really feel like playing this because... I don't feel like loading a game and knowing that I'm going to get destroyed and not really having a chance. Yeah, I don't think fair. I've ever won a game of Overwatch except unless somebody else carried me. It's like, <laughs> I'm good. I, I really am good. Like, you know, it, it's cool. Every time a new character loads in, I'll load up the game and go, what cool skins will I never have? And I'm like, cool, but there's no story mode for me to actually even like get invested in the characters they have comic books which i think is an amazing idea i love a comic book based on overwatch but that shouldn't be your only place to get story for overwatch sorry oh, exactly it's and you know what yeah they had a great idea with heroes of the storm it's like like a game that incorporates all of our previous existing people but why didn't you just do that with like an overwatch style game that of Heroes of the Storm, but you know, oh, I actually love over uh, Heroes of the Storm. I it's love a great it. game. It's just one of those things where it's just like okay, but the idea has are is already been around for a while, so it's almost like they're losing their their creative sense of like original content. Like StarCraft was like that. Warcraft was like that. Had a heavy story mode. Had just great. I would almost say universe behind it. And then you get thrown into the Overwatch world as well as the Heroes of the Storm world. And you're like, okay, Heroes of the Storm, I get a little bit more because, you know, we've played those characters before. And oh, I, yeah. I know where they're back from or where they're from. But it's like Overwatch was just like, here's a character that, yeah, it's cool. We gave you an intro and you have an idea, but what universe are we in? To, to know their backstory, go buy this comic book. And it's like, uh, yeah. no, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> Pay, pay to know instead of pay to play. It's like mm. right, and and the thing is, is like when Blizzard does things right, they do them spectacularly right. I mean, oh, yeah. look at look at StarCraft, look at Warcraft. But honestly, the time for RTSs has passed. The time for MOBAs has passed. Nowadays, it's honestly, I jokingly say, it's all about the battle royales. Yeah, but even that's not a lasting trend. So it's like Blizzard, think of the next thing and make it. Don't just go. What's popular? Mobile games are popular. Yeah, maybe five years ago. Don't do it now because I'm I'm sorry, phones got bigger not for gaming, but for videos. Yeah, I mean. Via, do not make a VR game either because that alienates 90% of your people. Yeah. It's like, th 
think of something new, think of something to make into something, and go for it. Because let's be honest, like when Warcraft and Starcraft came out, respectively, RTSs really hadn't been done a whole lot. If they had, it was like Age of Empires, and it was very slow. Whereas Warcraft and Starcraft are very fast-paced RTSs, I would say. I, I would say. It's yeah. Like, well, if any of you guys that are listening know anybody who's affected by layoffs or can give us some background, I know that one of the things that uh, was mentioned in an article that I was reading said that it was split from Ubisoft. Is that correct? With uh, Destiny? So. Yeah. They said that they were going to lose almost $400 million in income a year, which I would understand why you'd have to start cutting staff for that. But if anybody has any more insight, please comment or message us directly. We'd be more than interested to know what's going on. Yeah, for sure. I, I would love to know that information. Heck, I'd love to have them on the podcast and be like, hey, let's talk. Like, oh, yeah. What, what effect did this have? Um, I actually think that's it. I think that's all the news stories we have and everything. Yeah, that's all I have on my list. Um, that's about to say, I know we're getting ready for the Anthem to get your game to drop and looking forward to playing some more Apex. So, hey, maybe EA turned its, turned itself around after the, uh, the Battlefront escapade we oh, had. Oh, they're, they're still ago. recovering from their Anthem aspect. Yeah, the idea that's like, hey, it's been three years. <laughs> right. Um, so anything you got going on that you want people to go check out? Oh, I was about to say, I'm just doing some, getting ready to drop some more anime reviews. I think this week was After the Rain. We did that. Um, I know coming up soon, we're going to be doing uh, The Seven Deadly Sins. And then also, I'm probably going to be taking a look at our uh, controversial <laughs> Shield Hero. Field hero here and seeing what else I can find to see if we can get some more context to our or to this idea of what's going on. But hey, if anybody has any suggestions or anything that I should take a look at, please feel free to tweet me or send a message on Discord. There you go. Um, and you can always check out our website at gamingandchillpodcast.com. Um, if you ever want to hear more from me, actually, I am streaming Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 7 p.m. EST to 10 p.m. EST. Um, and you can always chat about the podcast. Love to do that and talk about gaming and stuff like that. Um, been working on that. To some fanfics. Yeah, uh, Fridays you can listen to some fanfics. So, and if you have fanfics, you can absolutely sub uh, submit them. As well as that, we also have a Patreon. Um, if you like, if you like the podcast and you're like, you know what, I want to support the podcast and get exclusive stuff, we would love that. Um, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/GamingAndChill. And uh, help support us there. And I think that's it. I think that's, that's it for this like week. It. So, until next week, we hope that you have a wonderful week. And uh, as always, leave a like and a comment down below and let us know what you thought of the show. And we'll see you next week. Peace. See you guys later. And thanks for stopping by. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. 
You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time. Bye.